Hello, today I'm speaking with Josh. Josh is representing Almighty Foods and they're based in Perthshire in Scotland. How are you today, Josh? Yeah, I'm very well, thanks, Kate. Thank you for having me on. We uh, really appreciate it and we're glad to be able to share a little bit of our, of our journey and our message. It's really my pleasure. Do you want to tell us how you got started in your business and uh, yeah, what your journey was into raw foods? Sure. Okay, so... We well, I guess I firstly start about my journey into raw foods, organic foods. Uh, so I've been dabbling with uh, veganism and the plant-based diet since I was about sixteen, um, and we started up the. Uh, I started mucking around with chocolate probably uh, three, four years ago, uh, and um, oh, sorry, flip back a little bit more. I studied in plants in uh, horticulture and botanics. Wow. So I have a strong passion for the botanical realm, and I also have a very strong passion for food in the culinary realm. Um, so I, with the fusion of that and my love for raw food and uh, my interest in certain tonic herbs, uh, I, I really felt that this, well, I just naturally started to make chocolate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was round about the time that Molly and I got together uh, and began our little relationship journey. and. I think the fusion of my passion for foods and uh, a holistic lifestyle and Molly's drive and determination to um, do something really cool, we fused together and we made Almighty Foods. Brilliant. So what year were you, was Almighty Foods born? Almighty Foods was born, we've just passed our second uh, anniversary. So, oh, so it's still a baby. Still a baby. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So do you want to tell us a bit about your factory and um, how you produce your products? Sure. So we've got a, a certified organic factory in the rolling hills of Perthshire, Scotland. There we, um, we produce everything ourselves. So uh, we start with the raw ingredients, the beautiful certified organic raw ingredients. Um, and they're all whole food based. That's our that's our basic premise. We start with whole foods and we process them into various different things, whether that be raw chocolates, we also make nut butters and we process everything with the use of solid granite grindstones. So this is a very old school process that wow. gen if anything, it, it gently massages the ingredients um, to grind them down rather than like a hardcore metal refiner. <clears throat> so yeah, we, we we grind down all of the ingredients according to the recipes. So, and sorry, then can you we, just go into that? It's literally granite stones, what, in a big container? Essentially, yeah. This is um, large granite wheels that move and a big granite base. And it's essentially like a big pestle and mortar cake that just <laughs> crushes everything inside of there. And we run this for days at a time. And yeah. the, the end result is a very silky smooth chocolate chocolate really that we all know and love but usually chocolate is made on metal refiners that yeah. I, I can't I can verify that the conventional chocolate making machinery does leave behind residues of heavy metals uh-huh so this is one of the main reasons why we concentrate on using stone ah. so when you say stone ground you really mean it <laughs> I absolutely mean it. yeah yeah, and it's, it's laborious and it takes a long time, but it's worth it. When you're making your nut butters, how many days do you grind for? Up to two days. It depends yeah. It depends on what it is, but we go as far as two days when we make our nut butters. 
And with our gut clits, we'll go as far as 76 hours. Wow, that's amazing. Dep depending on what we make, um, it may even go longer, which is then dwell delving into the realms of conching, which is not so much refining, but really working on flavor. And um, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful process is the chocolate making process. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. So who comes up with the recipes? Do you do that together? Yeah, we are... are yeah, I've made some recipes, Molly's made some recipes. Uh, I think at the start I made a lot more, but um, Molly's alchemist, Inner Alchemista, is re <laughs> really came out over the past few years and flourished, so that's nice to see. But we, we have so many ideas, it's really hard to put a cap on it, Kate. Um, so actually this is something that we're about to release to the world, which is a, a monthly limited edition chocolate bar and ah. nut butter maybe as well. So all these ideas, we feel like we need to get them out to the world one way or another. So Yeah, yeah. So what's, what's your best-selling product? What's the favorite among the customers? Oh, so I think that people really like our nut butters. People really love the cashew caramello. Um, we also, we've just released a new chocolate, which is tiger nut butter chocolate. Uh -huh. And that's, became, that's quickly became the favorite. Um, yeah, that I think I think people are very interested in the tiger nuts themselves. But yeah. I mean, other than that, we sell a lot of a lot of our chocolates. They're all pretty consistent. Do you, want uh, to, do you want to tell us a bit about tiger nuts for people who aren't familiar? Absolutely. So tiger nuts have been used as a food for as long back as the Egyptian times that, that I know of. Um, and they've been very highly revered throughout the ages. They are not actually a nut, but they are a, a little tuber of a grass plant. So they're essentially a root. Uh -huh. um, and they are, they're very nourishing, they're very good for your gut, and uh, they're very milky flavored as well. So they make very good, traditionally people make uh, nut milk out of them. Right. So, yeah, we've opted to use these things inside chocolate. And I do believe we're one of, if not the first, one of the first people to be using them inside real, uh, real chocolates. Yeah. So, they're, yeah, they're, they're very lovely little ingredients. Um, and we found a very good source. Um, lovely tiger nuts are coming from Spain. And, yeah, they're, they're great. We love using them in our, in our product. Awesome. So all your ingredients are organic and you, you're also really hot yep. on fair trade, you were telling me, and making sure you get really good ethically sourced ingredients. Absolutely, absolutely. So organic is, like, we, we don't buy anything that is not organic, um, unless, of course, it's something like sea salt, which is hard to certify. Um, but, yeah, and then ethics, obviously, the trail of the ingredients, how they've been processed, the people who've grown them, it really matters to us that they're the best that they can be. So, uh, like our cacao beans, for instance, I was mentioning to you that we've uh, we've uh, found a source of uh, cacao that's a beautiful little cooperative um, in the hills of Peru. And they don't produce a lot of cacao, but the, the stuff they do produce is high quality, and it's they've got very fair wages. So it's it's good. We like to know we're funding into good things like that. Yeah, of course. And um, what's, what's your goals? How do you see the business in developing? So we just wish to continue getting on out there, really. We want to see 
all over the place. Um, our understanding or our, our vision is that Almighty Food is something upgraded, it's something that's supporting goodness. So the more places that we have that, the more goodness that is supported, the more uh, great food options we're providing for people. So we just want to grow and get it, get it as far out as possible. But our ultimate vision is to actually get some land somewhere and to begin to actually start growing various uh, different Almighty Foods. Amazing. That's what Inspiral did, I think. They got their own kale farm, I believe. They, wow. They, yeah. They, they, um, from, from making kale chips, they decided to move to the countryside and grow kale. <laughs> yeah, it seems like the natural direction. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Amazing. Well, anything else you want to tell us about the new, the new chocolates? The new chocolate, so yeah, we have some, uh, I'll just go a brief overview of the range. We've yeah, got the, the new almond butter chocolate, which we, we, we've had almond butter for a long time, but we recently upgraded the recipe, and we, it has a lot more almonds inside of there, and we've, we've salted it as well, so it's very reminiscent of a traditional almond butter. We have the strawberry blonde, which is so, a sorry, white... Are they, sorry, are they chocolates with centres? Do they have centres in? Is that what it is? No, no, they don't have centres. They are just purely... Um, they're a traditional chocolate bar style. But the centres is something that we are experimenting with right now, but uh, I'll, I'll leave that one for the future. <laughs> so you've ground the almond butter into the chocolate. You've mixed it all together. Yeah, it's it's ground, it's churned, it's whipped for days at a time along with the cacao and everything else in there. So uh, it makes a lovely, lovely tasting chocolate at the end. And we sprout the almonds first as well. We soak and sprout them. Um, and so another one, strawberry blonde. I'm just going to jump on that. That's a a really juicy, fruity tasting chocolate. It should almost come with a sour warning. Uh, it makes it makes your mouth salivate when you eat it. It's just yeah. it's, it tastes like summertime. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just generally, oh, also we have, we're working on biodegradable packaging that's going to be ready by September, so all the packaging will compost in your compost heap along with awesome. your veggies. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So with the strawberries, do you use freeze-dried strawberry in it? We do use freeze-dried strawberries. We found that they are, they provide the best quality and the best taste. I know there's a lot of um, people argue that freeze drying is essentially like a cooking process in itself, but I've seen evidence of freeze dried seeds sprouting with a yeah. very very high viability. So yeah. therefore, I think that it's I think it's cool. Yeah, it doesn't destroy the enzymes. Freezing doesn't destroy the enzymes. Okay. Yeah. Certainly comes across. It tastes like a very good product anyway, as far as like preservation goes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, we've got the licorice and sea salt chocolate, which is which is very innovative, um, and we've we've actually infused licorice into the chocolate, and it's kind of, yeah, for me, like I had this perception of licorice from these these black twists that I used to eat when yeah. I was younger, but actually the main content inside of that is aniseed. So like I think most people's perception of licorice has been like tarnished, you know. So when you have the real licorice root, as you probably know, Kate, it's it's super sweet. It's Almost like stevia. Wonderful. Yeah, it's really popular in Scandinavia. When you go to like Denmark or Iceland, they're really big into their licorice there. Absolutely, yeah. We were we were recently in Iceland and we were very inspired by the their use of licorice. <laughs> <laughs>
That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Josh. That's you're very welcome. Thank you so much, Kate, and all the very best. Thank you. Take care.